You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is Bucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson. You named some key guys there that I had on my list too. I have about five gamers and I'll share them with you in a moment. But my biggest thing with where it Braden Point isn't talked about enough is that the last couple of playoff series we found out either during the series obviously or after the fact that he was playing through tremendous injuries and uh, something that knock on wood and everything else is that health appears to be on his side this season so could he be the ultimate surprise or weapon versus these teams because he wasn't talked about enough during the season I still stand by the fact that he was snubbed for all-star week then he's in the company of only five other NHL players for 50 plus goals closes out the season with 51 you think that they're maybe underestimating him to the point where he can kind of sneak in there and be a weapon yeah, it's, it's interesting that you bring that up, that, you know, the whole conversation of him being snubbed for the All-Star game and, you know, only one of a select few to have 50 or, goal, 50 or more goals this year. I was actually talking to someone the other day saying, you know, if it wasn't for a little someone called Connor McDavid, I think there might have been some more talk about Braden Point in the Hart Trophy uh, conversation mm-hmm. this year. So, um, you know what, I, I think that he's well aware. I've heard from people within the organization that Pointer is well aware of the lack there of conversation that has had around his game, especially the last couple of years to where we could both agree he's been the best player by far in the playoffs. Uh, so I, I think that's going to help in the long run. I think also Toronto is very well aware though of what Braden Point can do. So that's the other thing. But at the same time, I like, I don't know how you feel about it, Casey, but I love when teams focus on one singular player on this team. Oh, we yeah. see it a we see it a lot with Nikita Kucherov throughout the course of the season. You always see when he brings the puck into the low slot, four guys collapse on him, and that leaves opportunities for guys like Steven Stamkos. So I think that's going to open up the game for the Lightning. Uh, if they focus on Braden Point, that's fine, and we could hurt him in other ways at the same time. That will open up things in the end for Braden Point. Uh, so it, it's it's a double-edged sword for him in terms of benefit benefiting his game. Yes. So I'm actually glad you mentioned that because that's one of my key points under why I have some a little more confidence in the Lightning and what they'll produce. We saw some really interesting blended up lines. We've also seen a couple guys that became versatile enough to play on any line and make an impact. Um, For instance, you know, everyone loved that Hagel was on the top line and they were crushing it in the beginning of the season. Then they pair him with Anthony Sorelli. You got these two insane four checkers on the first line and they were able to isolate a team like the Boston Bruins when they beat them 3-2 before All-Star Week. And then in practice today, you got Hagel, I think Sorelli, Kalorn on the third line, Stamkos back on the first line. There's so many different looks that this team can serve. So along the lines of what you just said, if Kucherov is down in the slot and drawing over defensemen and opening up any other guy, there's so many opportunities I think this team can rely on. And I agree with some of your player picks for gamers, which is going to bring me to some of mine to get your personal opinion on them. 
So I had Ross Colin, as you mentioned, because he was that guy that pulled that helped them lift the second Stanley Cup versus Montreal with the lone goal. And then he has he had three goals and two assists versus Toronto last season. So I think maybe knowing what he's produced in playoffs before can help raise his confidence. Uh, Alex Kalorn, I couldn't agree more. Aside from the contract here, he's having a career season, 27 goals. And I think maybe there's a mental game that always gets to these guys. Yeah, and so last year, didn't he have those two called back goals right before playoffs or in playoffs? Uh, yeah, I believe you're right. Yeah, it was either yeah. either or. Right, but the timing of it. And I just remember, and that's the hard part with media. It comes up so much, and then these guys have to get over that mental hurdle. And I think that kind of played into some of the slowness in, in playoffs last year for him. Um, Brandon Hagel, though, I think he's going to be the ultimate surprise because he scored one goal last year uh, versus Toronto, and he was still getting acclimated in his role. And now he has an identity, a flourishing identity with this team, can play on any line. They keep him rotated between the top three lines, obviously. What do you think we'll see out of Higgs come, you know, this playoff round? I I think we're going to see something similar to what we see in Braden Point on the early basis in the playoffs. I mean, it, so much was talked about last year about how Hagel was really just struggling as we went into the playoffs. And like you said, one goal against Toronto last year. I, I think I think we could agree that he has settled in very well uh, this season. And, and I think that his game is very complimentary towards what we see out of Braden Point. So I think that we're going to see kind of a little bit of a shuffle from Cooper, having him on the second, maybe next to Sorelli. But I think when the situation calls for it, we'll probably see him up on the line with Cooch and Point. Um, I think Hagel could have the potential. Now, this is way down in the future of the playoffs, but uh, he's one of those guys, if the Lightning do indeed go back and hoist Lord Stanley, I think that we're going to look at Hagel as possibly a Conn Smythe favorite. I love that. Um, now, one of the most important things when it comes to any team facing off of one another are the guys between the pipes. Vasilevsky, we know, is going to be in game one, obviously, and probably throughout the rest of the series in case anything happens. And then there's this guy, Samsonov, that everyone keeps giving all this hype to because he's played in, I don't know, 40-something games. So, of course, statistically, his records look appealing. Tell me your thoughts on the eye test versus statistics and if you think that Andre Vasilevsky has the leg up over Samsonov. I'm more of a eye test guy, especially in the playoffs, because all bets are off. We we both know when you look at the regular season versus the, the playoffs, you don't really see some of the same things that you really see in the, in the regular season. It, it, I feel like teams play more conservative. They play a different kind of game. Uh, typically, games are lower scoring. Uh, I, I, I think that until... Samsonov shows me otherwise, and and don't get me wrong, he I think he's a very talented goaltender. I think he's going to be very good for the Maple Leafs for years to come, as long as you know he continues to progress. But at the same time, and maybe I'm a little biased saying this, I think Vasilevsky, until proven otherwise, has the edge. I I think really though, what it comes down to Vasilevsky is if his team is going to be able to play well in front of him. You know, a lot of a lot of it has been spoken about this year, and I've spoken about it on my show. How really this has been somewhat of an off year for Vasilevsky, especially in the beginning of the season. Didn't really look much like himself. There was already talk about is he fatigued from all these past couple of playoff runs. But the last couple of weeks, especially, you know, these last two games, I I I I really thought he played well. I think he really showed me something in that loss against the Rangers. Now, yeah, they gave up a bunch of goals. 
But at the same time, I thought he played very well. And I think really what it comes down to is, you know, we can't just oftentimes rely on Vasilevsky to stand on his head. I just think that the league has gotten to a point in, in skill with scoring that the days of a goaltender taking over a game are pretty much behind us at this point. It's become a team game really right now, Casey. And I think really at the end of the day, as long as Vasilevsky plays to the level that we all know he does, it's really going to hang back on the lightning defense and what they could do in front of him to really, you know, put a limit on the traffic that I know that the Maple Leafs are going to try and put in front of Vasilevsky. Yeah, absolutely. They're a high shot volume team, which kind of, Brings me to a split road here. We know that Andre Vasilevsky has said to the media before he actually likes high-volume teams because it keeps him on his toes. He doesn't get cold or dry between the pipes on his end of the ice. So in a way, that's a positive. Um, but as you mentioned, defense in this team as a whole, they cannot rely on Vasilevsky to pull them through because um, it's just different in these times. We saw the defense start to collectively get more synergistic towards the end of the season before falling apart on the road. Do you think that we should be looking at the team that they were becoming and the identity that they were finding before that three-game road trip loss, or do you think that'll play an element versus this game? Who will have the stronger defense? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I think it I think we'll we'll see certain moments where the lightning will regress back to having the same issues that they had all season. But I think that for the most part, they're they've moved on. I think that their defense the last couple of weeks, despite the five game losing streak, I think has been exponentially better than what it was throughout the course of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, though, starting on at home. Uh, Toronto is going to have the edge. I, I think they're, they're going to come out with a bunch of energy because really at the end of the day, Casey, you know, I think that Toronto in some way, maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like they don't have as much to prove as Tampa does because Tampa, two-time Stanley Cup champions over the last couple of years, they're starting to get to that hump where, you know, are they going from championship caliber team to team that is possibly going towards a rebuild i mean you know that's crazy to say but it always we always kind of see it with certain teams you saw it with the penguins the last couple of years you saw it with the blackhawks you know those teams have had an immense amount of, of of success over the last couple of years i think that toronto is kind of in the driver's seat right now because for the most part they had a very good season and really i think that they're a lot more relaxed than Tampa at this point in time. So really, I think Tampa Bay is really going to have to continue to improve where Toronto is kind of just going to have to stick to what they know. And Mm -hmm. and really, I think that's going to play a big part in this series. Yeah. And the key thing that you mentioned there is probably the two different pressures and the lightning kind of aiming for that fourth Stanley cup final appearance and kind of touching back on the trade deadline really quickly before we get into some statistics on both sides is They didn't trade for that defenseman that everyone thought they were going to trade for. They pull up Darren Radish. Darren Radish has been an all-star in the AHL. Um, I think he closed out 
that season, well, he didn't close out the season, but he wrapped up in Syracuse and came to the Lightning with 50 points under his belt and like 13 goals. Mm -hmm. Do you think that that was speaking to the fact that they're looking forward and they didn't have to make that move at the trade deadline? And what have you seen out of him and maybe Nick Perbix that can make you feel like, okay, I can see the big picture here. They can contribute. Yeah, absolutely. I think that at this point in time, I think Julian Brisebois has realized that, yeah, Stanley Cups are great, but at a certain point, you're going to have to start building towards the future. You know, Steven Stamkos is getting older. Victor Hedman's getting older. Uh, Alex Kalorn may or may not be coming back next year. You know, other names, Braden Point and Cooch are going to start to be more of the main focus of this team in the coming years. You know, we kind of saw a regression, sort of, which is crazy. He had 30 goals this year, but it was still a somewhat of a down year for Steven Samkos, which is crazy to think about. But yeah, yeah I, I think I, I, I've been saying for a long time, play the young guys, you know, it, the lightning don't have really the most stellar uh, farm system up in Syracuse, but mm -hmm. at the same time, they do have talent. We have seen it over the past couple of years when they've had to bring up talent. I mean, look yeah. at Ross Colton prime example. Uh, so the talent is there. The experience is there. These guys have played enough times at the NHL level to kind of figure it out and not be too overwhelmed by the height of the moment. So I really think that bringing up Radish was a great move. I think obviously having Perbix in the beginning of the season, that was just, I think, just a, a lucky move for them because I don't think anybody realized how good he was going to play. But mm -hmm. yeah, I think to a certain point, you have to start playing these guys because there's no guarantee that your, your stars are going to be able to perform at the level they are forever. So you know what? In the meantime, get them playoff experience. And the only thing it's going to do is benefit them in the future.